as we overlook beautiful Miami Beach. It's like mid to upper 70s, slight breeze. Unbelievable weather. My, uh, I'm sitting in my swim shorts that are still wet from a quick little dip in the ocean this morning. Uh, feeling pretty great. How you and doing, Nate? It's only been two or maybe three days since we talked. I feel like a month's worth or year's worth of things have happened. A little lifetime. It has been probably just a little bit over 12 hours since I've seen you, and I feel like I haven't <laughs> seen you in days. Um, I was getting a little bit sad. So happy to be padding, uh, potting here live from Art Basel, Miami, I uh, in the beautiful Lowe's Hotel, which uh, I go up and down on, but I'm really happy with today. I love the Lowe's. I've been liking it since I got here. It is impossible to get an espresso without running into half of the fucking art world but it's okay that's, that's good why i like it you know that's why i like it it's uh it's a it's a the dealer's hotel of choice it's much like the dorant in basel i would say it's so much the dealer's hotel of choice that that when getting this espresso that i just received and consumed uh, i found a price list by the half and half Really? Yeah. Like, what like, kind of, like, first of all, what kind of proper dealer is putting is putting cow milk or, or in their coffee? <laughs> first of all, yeah. First offense, ask for oat milk. What, what, Second, so a price list is a little palmable kind of Excel printout that shows all the works on a booth, what the price is, what the available discount is, mm-hmm. and if it's status of, of sale or hold. Very analog, very old school. Which gallery do you want to do you want to say? I, I'm not going to say which gallery because you know it's it's no but, one's well, fault. Well, we can say one of the majors, right? One of the Top, sure. top three or four. It's just kind of like like looking at like the Rosetta Stone. You see like how things are translated like from dealer speak to collector speak. Listen, no one likes to see the sausage get made, but that's what we're here to do is to tell the people about it. You know it, what? Man. That's why I wanted to bring it up on Nota Bene. Where else could you talk about <laughs> it's exactly a little priceless? Probably not Vanity <laughs> Fair material, but definitely Nota Bene material. <laughs> I want to take a special moment of reverence and thanks um, to Sam Keller and the Rubels, who had a crazy idea at the end of the that naughty 90s, the beginning of the to have an art fair in Miami Beach. Also, Florida. people like Jeffrey Deitch and Craig Robbins. There were other people. Yeah, like- but re- but really, Sam Keller is the patron yes. saint of all the fun in the sun and all the business by the beach Norman that Brahman we do. Was, was a big part yeah, of it, certainly. But come on, uh, shout yes. out to Sam, who I don't think it is was, here. I haven't seen him. No, Sam is here. Oh, he is. Okay. Uh yeah, I saw Sam by the pool at the mansion in Star Island, where Heli Namad had his. Uh, bash the other Which night. I got a late invite to, and it sounds like it was pretty epic. I mean, how often do you get to stand poolside with Beeple and Leo DiCaprio just linking and building? Because that's what I was doing. I don't think very, very, very <laughs> often at all. I can't believe I, t- I turned down several like late night invitations as I was kind of an early bird this go around, and that is the one I probably missed the most. Um, I heard it was pretty epic. Diplo was on the ones and twos. My good friend Wes Pence was DJing. Yes, that's that's true. Um, Wes I- and I have just been really, really connecting this week. It's been really, really lovely. Um, as someone said to me, you really know it's a house that was made for partying when there are urinals in the restrooms <laughs> in a private home. <laughs> I wasn't going to bring that up. I think the I only other place I've seen this is maybe in a certain Mexican billionaire collector's home in, in CDMX. God, I, I was hanging out with Eugenio just like hours ago at Twist. Oh, oh, did he make it to the Lueve party at Twist? <laughs> yes, yes, Johanio was at the Lueve well, party. Well, you got too. into the Lueve party at Twist. I hear there was quite a line. Um, uh, our boy Florian just came right out the back door and let us all in. It was so sick. Oh, uh, who is it? Do you, do you arrive with Johanio? No, be... no, I wasn't. Uh, no, I, I didn't arrive with Johanio. But um, uh, but Florian Kruger was, was co-hosting the party with Lueve. And um, as soon as I got there, the line outside was the most bonkers thing I'd ever seen outside of a party in Miami, ever. It was just like, 
like you know, thirty well, people deep. Two great tastes that taste great together. One of the world's greatest discotecas, mm-hmm. uh, twist, mm-hmm. uh, mostly uh, a gay nightclub. Yep. Combined with Wave, I believe the oldest brand in the LVMH portfolio. Um, and uh, come on, that's it's going to be an epic party. It's going to be a thrill. I know. Unfortunately, I had people blaming me once I was in there because I mentioned it in the Vanity Fair piece that I wrote last week that it was going to be the best party of the week. Um, and I don't think that's why there was a crazy fucking line to get into it, but Nate, there with, was. with great power comes great I responsibility. I'm never writing about a party again. <laughs> yeah, no, never before, man. That's... <laughs> uh, no, but Florian the God came out and, and roped a bunch of some VVIPs in um, through the back door, so I, I didn't have to deal with that line. Gosh darn it! What time did you? What time did you arrive? I, I got there a little after midnight. Okay, yeah, I was I was ensconced here at the Lowe's with uh, mm. maybe a room service pizza. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, yeah, it wasn't. You know what? There was not enough Red Bull in the yeah. city of South Beach to keep me going. What I did last night, we'll get we'll get to the more meta stuff, but uh, maybe the favorite party I've ever been to at an Art Basel Miami, probably because it was the least um, gl- kind of the least Art Basel Miami party ever, was. Um, Dark Star Orchestra, one of the great mm. Grateful Dead cover bands. Give it to me. How was rocking it? it out in a band shell up on like 69th and Collins. It was incredible. Um, I, I I rolled in there hot with a great crew who were a little bit suspicious that I was taking them to a Grateful Dead party. After they were, <laughs> they were a little bit more um, down for the for the, but we had a great time. Um, I don't want to go into who was there because um, it was kind of a private event, but I'm so thankful for the host that put this together. It was like a wonderful respite. I danced a little bit and to look off and see literally uh, boutific smiles on people I haven't wow. seen smile in an art fair in years uh, as they danced to, to to the sweet, sweet sounds of Dark Star was pretty incredible. Um, I've been wanting to see Dark Star since I was like a kid. It was incredible. You know, I, I, I'm a little bit sad. I had to leave before the end of the second set uh, to get on to the next, but um, it was certainly a highlight because it was the least fancy but there were tons of very fancy people there but it just felt real family like mm-hmm. real like you know oh, just, that's just real beautiful lots of great soul hugs i'm not gonna ask you to name names just like i'm not gonna name names of who the fancy people at twist last night were there were many yeah no i'm i'm, I'm, I'm certain of both talk about two mm-hmm. very disparate events though right <laughs> yeah. but I'm, cer- I'm certain there was some crossover i would love to see the venn diagram i am sure there was and yes i would love to just hang out with the people in the middle of that venn diagram yeah, yeah, those, those are my people right there. Um, and I have to, you know, I, I guess I just got back. Uh, I um, I'm I'm heading home tonight. I'm done with my. I mean, I'm not done. Like I love you're, it here. Catching a ride home. home. Yeah, c- catching a ride with a friend, which is always a nice way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and other than selling tons of art or placing tons of art, one of my primary goals at any Basel um, art fair. And in any case, uh, so I just went and got my rapid PCR test. Just I wanted. They didn't oh, ask. Shit, dude, they, didn't, they didn't ask me to do as such. I thought that was like a nice thing. I mean, honestly. I, I just ran into three people who I saw Twist last night, and everyone's like, "I'm getting fucking tested." I just—it just feels like the safe option to go. If someone's generous enough to, you, but I don't want to make the phone call in two days to them. Hey, thanks for the ride. By the way, I gave you and all your associates the vid. Totally. Uh, it turns out that Omicron not as infectious as we thought. Uh, this doctor. Well, but I'm sorry if, if we're getting COVID anywhere, baby. It's a twist. Never mind downtown Manhattan. It's a twist. It's yeah. in any of the multiple parties here. Fair, Miami. fair. All right. Masks are a little bit of a <laughs> of a suggestion here, except for in the fairs. And I want to give a shout out to uh, to Basel as they did mm-hmm. uh, in Switzerland. Had a very nice regimen. You had to go and either show your Vax card or a recent test to get one of these. I guess I'm finally. Oh, no, I still have the bracelet on to show that you, uh, mm-hmm. you are uh, at least as far as I can tell, COVID free. But the lines move smoothly you know i was bitching about lines in miami and their lack of efficiency generally in the city on the pod the other I, day yeah. you're I, bitching they, about the queues I think. the queues <laughs> not the lines the queues um and uh Shout out, Greg. 
Uh, shout out, Greg. And um, but they handled it really well. I was you were in the fair. There was no there was no line issue on Wednesday morning or Tuesday morning. Excuse me, when the fair opened, smooth entry. I actually showed up like forty minutes early just in case, and it was just a waste of time. Just scrolled on Instagram for a bit. <laughs> um, yeah, and here we are. So uh, let's let's back up. We, we yeah, last, let's back up. Let's like, back up. I, I feel like there's like thirty things we haven't talked about. Yeah, no, I wanted I wanted to get the the most recent, and then we'll back up and we'll go through all of the things really mm-hmm. we last we last potter on Ma, on monday uh since then i went and saw all the private collections um rubel incredible as always like really special mm-hmm. this year uh not a lot of ch- not a t- not totally changed a lot of the core of the collection slipped from when i last saw uh, last spring i don't know, i think it was here in march or something um but just i mean dude the, the opening with urs fisher and sarah lucas just kills me oh, yeah. the pictures generation room like just like out of control um, the Jeff Koons, like, I mean, mm-hmm. Popples, like one of my favorite Jeff Koons sculptures everywhere, uh, a ceramic sculpture, like just to die for. Um, and then all their new uh, artists who have been in residence over the past three years. And unfortunately, I don't have my phone open, so I don't have the names in front of me. I don't remember them all. But there was some There's Otis Quaco, Ken and Nienko were two of them. Mm-hmm. Um, thought the work was spectacular. Who did the big hanging... Um, no, neither. Okay. But it was, it was uh, fantastic work. Uh, listen, this isn't your art history podcast. <laughs> if you want to know the names, hire me. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Basically, I actually do know them, but you know, this shit's free. <laughs> My services ain't. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I, I what, what did you do on Monday after the pod? On Monday, I... Like daytime hours. I, well, I did some work, and then I went um, to the Rebels, and then I went over to the, to the Design District. I haven't actually made it to the Dilla Cruz. I didn't have time, but I went to the ICA and saw um, two incredible shows. Um, Hugh Hayden's show is just absolutely unmissable. A true knockout. All killer, no filler. Jade's show is also very, very good. Yeah, I, I went and saw Hugh's show as well on Monday uh, in the afternoon. And got a, like, I had some great FaceTime with Hugh, and he took me through. Incredible. He crushed yeah. it. It's, his, yeah. I think, his biggest so, stage to date. I know he did mm-hmm. a big show at the Princeton Art Museum, but let's be honest, who's schlepping on the fucking, uh, on the metro out there? Uh, especially as it opened about two weeks before lockdown. Princeton um, was, The dude. images were great. Um, Princeton Record Exchange, great store. Um <laughs> But his show at the ICA was incredible. It's so good. And like I said, it was a big stage. I, I feel like it was important for it, and he crushed it. I know mm-hmm. Alex and him worked, you know, like a year and a half, two years on it, and really, really incredible. And I know that the galleries of representative had some some very good success placing some of the sculptures, large scale, I mean, monumental sculptures that were in the show. If you have a home that can fit one of these works, you should just, just go. I mean, I don't know what you're doing if you're not. And then I and then I tooled around the design district a little bit. It's great over there. Yeah, it's Craig really Robbins nice. crushed it. Um, yeah, shout out Craig. I actually went to Craig's house the other day for a little party he was throwing with uh, Solange Knowles, um, which was just really really nice. Oh, was that was the Solange. Yes, so it wasn't the artist or what was our what was our other thing or I the don't, application. We look. There's a lot of events, <laughs> a lot of parties. It's okay if you get a little mixed up. We got a little mixed up. It's all you right, know. you know. Uh, but uh, you know. Craig has a really, really beautiful home. It's on uh, Sunset Island, and um, I think it's one of the, one of the better islands. Really, I mean, I've been on a lot of islands this week. Come to think of it, <laughs> you, you have a, a litany of your your kind of your power ranking of, mm-hmm. of, of of islands in Miami. Yeah, let's okay. Which island fucks the hardest? Um, probably, I mean, Star Island fucks. 
Star like, Island does Diddy's fuck. Island, it fucking rules. No, but where's the one where uh, Jared and Ivanka uh, oh, are yeah. holed up? I think that's the we hardest island to, to get Jared on. Ivanka yet. You know, we'll, we'll get there, but uh, I know that they are... I can't are, believe well, they're here. Oh, I don't know the name, so I have to open my map application. Oh, Fisher Island. Fisher is, Island, That's yeah. the island, let's be honest. Old, Fisher- mo- old, old money. Old mm-hmm. money don't make something, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, Fisher Island fucks. Yeah, come on. Yeah. I mean, you ain't, you haven't even been to Fisher Island, right? There's no parties on Fisher Island, Poppy. There's <laughs> no <laughs> arpazzle no parties. Um, yeah. There is a private ferry that gets you there and back. <laughs> yeah. Have, fucking... you, have you ever been to Fisher Island? No, I haven't. It's really special. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I, I'm not getting too many invites from the Jared and Ivanka home, so... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think that's what they... No, but Star Island is probably the best of the, of the new Money Islands. Yeah, I, I mean, it's definitely New Money Island. I mean, like, it's fucking just... The stench of new money is What just... did Craig have hanging up in the house art-wise? Anything you noted? Um, some great Cindy Sherman that I really liked. Mm-hmm. Uh, a Nate, which was cool. What else is in there? We fuck with Nate. Yeah, we fuck with Nate. Um, that'd be Nate Loman for those uh, who don't know. Um, yeah, I didn't miss that. So that was Monday, and then I forget what I did the rest of the day. I think I was probably oh, I was buying. I was I was I was doing all the buying I was going to do on Tuesday on Monday. Obviously, so there was a little bit of business happening, and then uh, we met up again. And, and Any, up, anyway, so that night after we we were able to celebrate Hugh a mm-hmm. little bit at a dinner at the Red Rooster again after Eleanor's party there, it was kind of the spot of the week. It was really I mean, this time we were upstairs in like a sort of private dining area that was gorgeous. There was well, a great. I, I got there an hour early because the the party time was changed. Somehow mm-hmm. my office didn't get that memo, and. Um, uh, so I was there for an hour alone, uh, not really drinking. I was like, I was cursing the, the the heavens about it, and then I sat down, and this R and B band started playing. And this mm-hmm. this first this young lady came out who had pretty good pipes, busting out some Whitney Houston jams, and then this guy came out. And he did some Stevie Wonder jams. Wow. And I was in the moment. It was me and the ladies around the bar just bopping and dancing. It was like a just, gr- just great cultural moment. Twisting, shouting to some superstition. Yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. It was actually incredible. It was actually an incredible cultural experience. But anyway, then you, you all finally got there mm-hmm. uh, around nine for the dinner, um, which was upstairs at Red Rooster. Um, shout out to Simpkins for for getting everyone in there. There was like six different mm-hmm. private parties that night at the Red Rooster for different uh, galleries and whatnot. And, you know, Tuesday, Wednesday, there were another five or six events there. I mean, I, I think that he's really crushed it this week. You yeah, know, shout yeah. out to David Simpkins. And you were able to, at the Big dinner, I, I was feeling energy. a little bit shy, but you got up and introduced yourself to Marcus Samuelson, the uh, restaurateur behind Red Rooster in Harlem mm-hmm. and uh, obviously here in Miami. I mean, you know, like, look, we're, we're, we're restaurant guys. We're, you know, I, I, you know, I like going to restaurants. Like, I, you know... And I and part of that is just like knowing the people behind the restaurants. And Marcus Samuelson is like, you know, he's the fucking god. He was hanging, man. He was yeah. just outside, just chilling and regaling people with stories. It seemed like just um, got fucking lit. It was awesome. You know, um, it was it was a fun night. I'm trying to remember. Did I? Did we just go home after that? What was the move after after Hughes? Oh, a bunch of you guys went to the White Cube party. We went to the White Cube party. I did yeah. not. Mm-hmm. I, I I came home because I got to be honest. Anytime a, you know, it was a great dinner, but you know the entrees dropped on the table at about eleven fifteen p.m. Yeah. I mean, the some White killer Q party, fried chicken. But uh, you've been to the White Cube party. It's it was wonderful. It was great to to link with Jay, who I hadn't seen really in, in a minute. Um, Talk about a COVID super spreader event. I saw the pictures. <laughs> it looked like a fucking peach. It was dish. outside, okay? It was in you a know? tent. <laughs> that shit traps air. I'm sorry. If it keeps out water, it traps in some degree of air. It ain't Gore-Tex, baby. Fair, fair. Okay, whatever. It wasn't uh, in our text jacket. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, it was. It's just great to link with like Wes Pence and Jay Joplin, like like the guys. 
Yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sure of it. I'm, you know. Um, but I had no FOMO about that one. I woke up to the pictures of my Instagram story. I was like, nope, not for me. I've done that mm-hmm. party. I've been there, done that, and that's fine. What? A, yeah, I mean, there have been some pretty great dinner experiences. Last night, uh, uh, I was at a dinner that was on the beach behind the addition, and the great uh, Korean steakhouse based in New York and Miami, Coat, which is a favorite of mine. Yeah, they, one, of the, one of the great restaurants really, in New York City. It truly is one of the best restaurants in New York City. They set up a pop-up on the beach just for this dinner. Oh, separate from their usual separate, Miami mm-hmm, uh, restaurant. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't realize that. And I was seated, seated across from Julie Moretto, right next to Kendi Wiley, just two of the great artists of our time or any time. Uh, Adrian Edwards, curator oh, at, the, right, at the Whitney. Right. <laughs> uh, Adrian Edwards was not telling me who she picked for the, the biennial, which was frustrating, but, <laughs> you know... An is, incredible. Is, is, there already, is it already time for another fucking biennial already, dude? We haven't had one in a while. Um, well, twenty nineteen. But we should go. We should. We should go in order. I mean, I didn't have any. I didn't have dinner last night. I could have gone to Milos, but like, I just didn't have it in mm-hmm. me. Um, but we should. We should go back because after Monday was was the main the fucking Super Bowl. The fucking right. the business let's, on the beach. It happened. It went down. Let's Th- talk convention center. This isn't art net. We're not going to go through what sold, what did it, what were the <laughs> five hot booths. <laughs> you know, like, I don't even know. No, who's we're not going to fucking do that. I don't that. even know who's reading that shit anymore. To, to be honest, um, although if you really want the real wrap up, I have to say I'm, you might you might you might not like this, but the canvas had probably the best wrap up of what was going on business wise. Um, oh yeah, uh, in terms of the written the written word that I, I that I checked out. The best thing Sorry. I've seen written about the fair Nate, I just Nate, found at the Nate fucking coffee me, shop. That's true. Nate's shooting me daggers right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so yeah, so as I said, uh, the, getting into the fair was easy. Um, I uh, There was no, no problem right there at 11, popped in. It wasn't like the throngs of people we usually have. They, they did a timed entry, although if you had checked in with the VIP people, they were like, don't worry about it. Just come when you want. Mm-hmm. Um, come and buy. Um, but I popped right in, and th- there was a nice steady bustle about the about the convention center. There was. I mean, I think when I got there at 11, some dealers were a little, you know, concerned. They were like, where are people? Why is there tumbleweeds going through the aisles? But, like, I assured them, like, it was like, you know, timed entry, fewer people, no crush at the door, blah, blah, blah. And then by noon, there were a lot of people there. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it felt good. There was definitely steady business, you know, and not to sound banal, but it did give you a little space to have actual conversations, not right. to shout. How much is it? Is it available? That's true. It it felt very civilized. Like it was, you know, it was very nice to be able to go and have like a brief chat with, you know, like David or or Tim and Jeff, you know, and Dave, like without like feeling like you were interrupting something. Um, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I don't like to engage unless I am really interested in something, you know, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll give a nod and a handshake, but unless I'm, I'm actively engaged and it does, it does take, you know, all the pre-selling I did 80% of my business before I, no, by, by, by volume and, and, uh, amount 90% of my business, uh, in the weeks and days leading up to the fair, especially right. Monday afternoon on the telephone. Um, so it does take a little bit out cause you, even if you walk into a booth and you see something you like, you just presume that it's been pre-sold. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that kind of takes a little bit of the frisson out of it. Um, although the smart dealers always have a little surprise there, um, that's uh-huh. up on the wall. Um, for instance, uh, you know, there were a couple of Izzy Woods at JTT that they, they chose not to pre-sell and they were just kind of waiting to see who would stop by and see if the right person, uh, the, for the gallery to place them with, uh, was there and then figure it out. And I think that's such a sexy, wonderful way to it do business. It totally is. It just encourages you to go to the fair with open eyes and like not really go thinking that like, you know. Like it's a wrap. Like we're done here. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there are curious and you know 
like adventurous collectors who are going in looking to buy things that they haven't already purchased off a of PDF. Exactly. You, know? exactly. you want to have that that <laughs> genuine art fair experience, right? You know, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. And you know, and but there were some great um, people there. I would say, in terms of collectors, I would say there were, you know, and this is this you will read in fucking Artnet or whatever. I mean, obviously, less Europeans. I think just travel in general, mm-hmm. the new variant, um, and certainly, you know, no. Very few people that are based Asian collectors that are based in Asia. Yeah, um, I did see like Robbie Antonio was rolling around mm-hmm. um, for sure, um, and I think he's still based over there. Who knows? He's a man of the world. Um, Eugenio was on the ground. Um, that he fucking was. Uh, I mean, who? I mean, you know, obviously all the Miami people. You know, the Rubels. Oh, in full Scott force. Lorinsky, um, uh, you know, big who, friend of the pot energy from Scott. Oh, super big friend of the pot energy, uh, uh-huh. and and other kinds of friends. Uh, he's such a great guy. Yeah, um, and uh, and who who else? You 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 have the there's there's a celebrity quotient that were around. Who is uh, who is strolling about? Well, I mean, there there were a few. Leo was 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 back. Chilling. Nature is oh, truly healing. Exactly. When, was he hood up? Uh, yeah, he you know Yankee cap on, just and, like and hood the, up. Hoodie, the hoodie was up. I oh, love, love God. it. It's your pods like, in. I don't think I don't think he had the earpods in. I've seen him earpods in, but but I think that he was going uh, you know, natural. Okay, yeah. okay. Um was he rolling around with an advisor on his own? Um he had a posse of sorts. No. Leo was rolling with the pussy posse. <laughs> it's all the same dudes. You know who he's rolling with, man? No, I don't. No, it's like all the same actor dudes. Like the you know, the was, guy. Was, was Evan still there? Like all the yeah. usual all the usual yeah, cats? All, oh. Yeah. I would have liked to link and build with him. Um, yeah, I know. Um, well, that that's fun. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, Adam Levine was very active yeah, on the sales floor. Yeah, and his wife, floor. the Hottie Prince, though they they were just rolling around buying shit. It was cool. Who is she? Like She's like a supermodel. Yeah, good for him. good for him. Good for him. Be- glad, glad things are lining up in his life. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you are a corny pop star, that's what you get. Oh, sorry, yeah. Adam, if you're listening to this. Come on, come on. Uh, was he rolling with his advisor, friend of the pod, uh, Meredith Darrow? That he was. Oh, good for her. That's awesome. Yeah, that's really, awesome. really great. And no, Adam, you're not a corny pop star. I think I like that one song you did about Mick Jagger. That's a great idea in your 40s to get a face tattoo. <laughs> not corny at all. That's the most fucking corny shit I've ever seen, bro. I honestly thought it was temporary. But is is has, that real? At least he has a great art collection. Yeah, he does. He definitely has a great art. I collection. didn't go up and touch it, Nate. I don't know if it's real. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think we're yeah officially an anti face tat. Uh, um, podcast here. yeah i think that's fair um who else who else in terms of the big collectors were popping about uh i mean that's a good question um i i think that you know most major american collectors have been rolling around you know i i don't think that that many people missed out on it right mr arno came for the first time ever to our balls of miami yeah i think that you know his family delphine and and alex uh you know they have been very active in in sort of spearheading the collecting efforts of the family. Obviously, Bernard is is himself, uh, you know, a collector for decades. But yeah, he doesn't really go to art fairs. It's, it's 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 the kids mostly. But he, you know, of course, was in town for this Louis Vuitton show. He has people um, for that man. Uh, yeah, but but he had to be at the show. And so, but I do think you think that- he was planning to come before, um, uh, in, in advance of Virgil's passing? What I heard was that. Members of the Arno family who were not previously planning to come did make the trip after his passing. I'm not uh-huh. sure if if Monsieur Arno was among the, 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 the family members who were not going to come. He might have been planning to come beforehand. I just know that they accommodated for more Arnos at the show than they were planning on. 
anyway, there, there were some big sales. I was happy to play some things at the fair. Everyone seemed to be fairly happy. Some of the younger galleries get a little bit anxious because people really mm-hmm. just don't start there. Yeah. Um, I know I used to. I used to like bolt and run to whatever the hot young gallery sector was. Nova, is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. Um, no, but now you kind of, you know, I think most people kind of have to start at, at the at the big hitters. So, but people eventually filter there. I will say, as, as positive I was on the entire fair, much of it was a COVID thing, getting a decent bite to eat on the fair floor was impossible. The VIP lounge, I mean, people always make fun of that scene. You know, they compare everything to that scene from Star Wars, from the cantina. That fucking <laughs> VIP lounge on opening day is the closest I've ever been to I that. Because um, it's all because people just hang out in there. They're the collectors that aren't collectors. They're just rich people in Miami with like, you know, men. Men with lots of uh, with lots of facial facial cosmetic surgery is yes. always a good look. Why do you have to eat like you're at a fucking airport at these art fairs? Like why? Like, I mean, like why don't they just like spend like a m- tiny amount of time getting the food right? Like you, you like, know, like, you know, I'm not a freeze guy, but freeze tends to get the food freeze right. Freeze is by far the best. Well, I think a lot of it has when it's in a convention center. There's kind of a prevailing contracts with food mm-hmm. with food service companies, yeah. and they have to honor those. I will say, if you were able, the problem is I just don't have the time to go and get off the floor. It kills like 15, not. 20 minutes. No, of a day. You, you can't just like run to sandwichery just because like you want like a yeah. I mean they they did bite. have they do have a Joe's that's upstairs. If I had right. the type of clients that wanted to like have a stop and a respite, it's very smart to make a reservation there for the opening day and that's a get good a little point. bit of Joe's. And then but up there and then up there, there's like an empanada place. They were out of empanadas when I went at one p.m. <laughs> <laughs> Bravo, uh, Rosetta Bakery, sure, but you know a line of forty people plus. Mm-hmm. There was a sushi place that I did stand in line uh, at. Have there's some great like epic stop and chats in the line for sushi. <laughs> get the sushi which is definitely uh, you know $30, $30 a roll or something with a drink and it, ice cold like it was basically oh had ice God. on it like no flavor but th- thankfully put something in my stomach mm-hmm. um, that's going to be my only main criticism of the fair and uh, they got to get that sorted I mean yeah they, I mean, they have to it's just like come on like you really you're paying 20 bucks for a sandwich just make it edible um, I was really excited. I bought a little something for myself. Was that at the fair? Just to talk about discovery again at JTT. Um, uh, shout out Jasmine. Yeah, shout out Jasmine. Um, James Yaya Howe, uh, who was a formerly incarcerated uh, person. Amazing. Uh, and this is artwork that he made uh, while he was incarcerated. Um, he was uh, sentenced to a life uh, a life sentence as a juvenile, um, and then that was ruled unconstitutional for years ago. But it still take him ages to get out. I think he served something over twenty years That's in prison. Insane. And so truly a self taught artist. Wow. And uh, so I got a great little drawing that was actually drawn on the backside of like a piece of kind of prison ephemera like kind of like a like a, mm. a piece of paper that you would be given to like fill in who you wanted your visitors to be or something very excited like, i mean it made that. me sad i kind of teared up as i was i was looking at it. i was like how much is this i need to own it um, wow that's incredible um, man that's really, really don't worry cool. Andy. it wasn't very expensive but i think it's important <laughs> art and that's the kind of art that i want to live with hey man you know like that for love not so investment i mean absolutely this is just for that, love yeah you know? absolutely for love mm-hmm. um so that was that i mean we're again not art net but you you kind of had to leave early because you had an event uh on 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 Tuesday, you had to attend, right? I did. Uh, we discussed this a little bit in the last pod, but we can get into it. I went to the, the Louis Vuitton men's wow. show. Wow. I'm sure we'll get all the details in the Vanity Fair column dropping tomorrow. I don't yeah. want to step on it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe um, maybe a different audience, though, that might be interested in different parts of the event. Well, I mean, I, I guess what, you know, obviously the, you know, the, the profound sadness surrounding, you know, his shocking passing was the prevailing attitude and the prevailing narrative of the entire night for sure um but i think another thing that i found interesting and this is what i was sort of anticipating going in even before you know the news broke on sunday was uh, you know just the the constant intermingling of the art and fashion worlds and and how the luxury market has sort of kind of overtaken 
uh, the art fair itself in Miami. And this is not a new thing necessarily, but just, you know, since the pandemic, um, you know, the, the wealthiest people in America and globally have gotten richer and the thirst for objects has gotten more intense for people who have lacked travel and lacked, you know, interactions. And uh, LVMH is just fucking pumping out money. It is yeah. insane. You know, their, their profits are, are going to, you know, I think eclipse 60 bill, you know. And that's, profits and that's Net just profit. that's just lvmh that's not the entire luxury market the entire art market is 60 billion dollars it'd be that baby yeah so like like the fact that lvmh is doing 60 bill like just them that's not caring that's not you know every other luxury brand it's just lvmh and so they are as big as the entire art market uh that's one company and you know louis vuitton is not just the namesake but it's a, you know a huge part of that company mm-hmm. um and I think that its profitability and its relevance w- was due to Virgil. Um, I think that he took the brand and really made it, uh, you know, one of the most, uh, you know, talked about important and profitable uh, luxury brands in the world. What percentage of the attendees at this event do you think made it to the fair? 10%, 5%? Um, probably not even. I mean, you know, there's 1,500 people. Um, half, at least, were just uh, you know Louis Vuitton clients, mm-hmm. uh, people who have no connection to the art world whatsoever. They I mean, spend, but they're rich people. And they're rich people, people tend to also uh, uh, like nice pictures. On the, well, right. Some of them, actually, most rich people have terrible shit on their walls. Well, I, I don't want to judge because I didn't get to talk to, to everyone. That's what we're here for. Uh, yeah, but but just you know, okay, judgment free, just because I just don't necessarily know. Like you know, I was on a ship. I love this, Nate. I love this. Well, you know, I just I I don't want to. You know, just like like let assumptions get the better of me. So, but I was on a boat um, that was taking me to the the, the show. Um, you know, there were I think three, maybe even four, five story boats shuttling people over to Virginia Key, like ferry style. Mm-hmm. And I got on the boat, and I did not know a soul on this boat. And like, except for Jurgen Teller, who's taking pictures. <laughs> Jurgen was like the only person I saw. And eventually, I ran to Dave Velasco, uh, big friend of the pod, editor in chief of Art Forum. And Velasco and I were just like, we're like, who are these people? And we realized that they are just like very loyal, Florida-based um, Louis Vuitton clients. Wow, and, wow. Um, you know, some like colleagues, like my friend Jacob Gallagher at the Journal, actually did some reporting and talked to some of them. And, you know, uh, in his story, it, it, you know, he said that, that he talked to people who spend one to two million dollars a year on Louis Vuitton. Wow. And like that is what they spend their extra money on. They're not like enormously wealthy people. They obviously have we're talking a lot, about, but yeah, like, I mean, you know, like like they don't, you know, they, they could spend two million dollars on art a year, but they're only spending on Louis Vuitton. Um, and that's the kind of people who get invited to these fashion okay. shows. You can have no judgment. I'm going to call them trash. But, you know, <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, trash yeah. people. So so okay. So you take out half the 1,500 people are just clients who I would yep. never see before in my life, right? And then the other half are media and invited celebrities. Uh, and I think of the celebrities, yeah, like you know, they invited like our friend, our friend Alex Israel, like um, you know, he's also Smart. an artist, not just a celebrity. Yes. Yeah. No. No. I. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. The celebrities included art people, mm-hmm. like, 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 you know, Alex Israel is a celebrity because he's an artist. Hans Rick Obrist, celebrity because he is, you know, you know, curator. Uh, you know, Jeffrey Deitch, Mark Glimpshire. Um, like they invited people from the art world to get that contingent there, and also because you know Virgil collaborated with the art world a lot. I mean, the last time I saw him was at a David Warner party. You yeah. Know? Yeah. No. Of course. Uh, and of course, Jared and Ivanka were there. 
Jared and Monk Talk, over speaking, there. Speaking of trash people. <laughs> yeah, I mean, oh, God. I mean, how disgusting. Just how dare they show their faces in public? I know. I think that, you know, I'm not, I, I don't go into this in depth in my story just because, like, I don't need to fucking bitch about Jared and again. Um, but I can say just, like, from being on the ground there, the energy was, it was fucking crazy. Like, like one, the rumors started going around before, like, they actually showed up, and mm-hmm. everyone was like, no fucking way, they can't show their faces here. And then when they showed up, everyone was like, what the fuck do we do? And, like, immediately, everyone just, like, sort of, like, parted ways to avoid, like... like Okay, like, so people didn't give them the time of day. No. I mean, Wendy Dang did, but, you know. Well, <laughs> you know, once you put that inside you, you're willing to do anything. Yeah, Wendy, so Wendy is the only person who I saw... Uh, Interacting with them. Okay, that make that brings me some small modicum yeah. of joy, I have to say. Mm-hmm. That even though they were invited, they were still exiled in their own way. Basically. And they were sitting on the client side. They were not among the media. Well, she's probably yeah. one of these trash people that spends two million dollars a year on I'm uh, sure Vuitton. she does. I mean, like and you know, they have unfortunately a fuckload of money and I'm sure they just spend a lot of it on fucking Louis Vuitton. And so there they are at the fucking show. I hope with- they have sad little lives. That's all I have to say about that. I mean, I think it was beautiful. I obviously didn't attend, but saw images. I think it was great that in a way, because Virgil had really planned out this entire event, you know, all the details, you know, in the way that he was such an, an omnivorous kind of uh, uh, uh rapturous kind of um, a person who took in culture and then put it out. He totally. planned all of this and it became a de facto memorial event for him. So in a way he was able to plan his own memorial and his own kind of, you know, um, uh, goodbye. And I think there's something really beautiful uh, about that. Yeah, it, it, it really was a very, very special, unique thing. I mean, I haven't been to too many fashion shows, but that was by far the most incredible, memorable yeah, fashion I'm sure, show. I'm sure, I'm sure. We'll, and, we'll read more about the deets mm-hmm. uh, in, in this week's column. Um, uh, speaking of Alex Israel, one of the events, I guess this was Monday before Hugh Hiddens, I went to uh, an opening uh, of his project at the Bass mm-hmm. Museum here on the beach Very in Miami. Very cool show. Definitely Very cool show. They did with Snapchat, and it's this augmented reality. And then I stayed for what I thought would be like a whatever event of a Hans Ulrich Oberst uh, interviewing Alex and even uh, Evan Spiegel, the uh, founder of Snapchat. Mm-hmm. And it was brilliant. It was yeah. awesome to hear Alex think about this technology was kind of whatever, but Evan was a super smart, really thoughtful guy throwing mad shit shade at the metaverse uh and uh, and mark zuck uh, yeah. b- uh in a way in some of his comments i loved it ate it up you know hans Ulrich, obviously we spoke about in the last pod like uh, the great interviewer of our time it was super a, sna- yeah. a snappy hour totally mm-hmm. worthwhile sitting down i was sitting next to the entire gagosian team uh larry so sophie cohen uh mm-hmm. and uh, i forget who else um just in front of me was your friend, the great Zurich uh, and East Village-based va- collector, Maya Hoffman. Mm-hmm. Um, and with a young man, maybe, does she have a son that's like in his maybe 20s, 30s? Yeah. yeah. Um, really tall, strapping, good-looking lad. Mm-hmm. Also, it was funny. I thought it would be like, it was a mixture of like billionaire collector class and like serious collectors were there. And then like, you know, and like crypto bros. It, yeah. was, it was really cute. I really dug it. It's funny. I, I, I met Evan briefly with Hans Rick, uh at the, the show. And like, you know, he's become one of the good guys. Like 100%. In, you know, he seemed like a real like, good guy. It was easy to make fun of him when he was like, you know, like 25 and a billionaire and Snapchat was like this like dumb thing. But like now, like he really does seem like. Uh, like one of the last like guys with integrity left in the game. Yeah, no, for sure. And you know, can you imagine any of the other fucking evil tech bros like sitting down yeah. with 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 uh, with 
H-U-O? Like, not at all. I mean, all. they don't give a fuck about the art world. I mean, Dean Kissick has a really nice column for the Times Magazine this week about, um, you know, Meta, you know, the new Facebook uh, name, and its approach to... Yeah, a, a plus uh, one his column's worth seeing. Uh, oh, yeah, reading, definitely read. Me. I mean, you have to read every word that Dean writes, but this is a good one. It was a really good column. And then the, the week kind of spun out from there. Um, uh, that night, yeah, we went to that dinner, mm-hmm. um, and you went out. Uh, what did you do yesterday? Uh, yesterday, uh, well, I was just writing all day, and then um, I, you know, bopped around to a few things, and then I went to this, yeah, this this dinner uh, where they unveiled new American Express cards that were designed by Candy Wiley and oh, Julie Oh, yeah. a friend of the pod, Meredith Darrow, was showing me hers the other day. It's mm-hmm. just the black cards. Yeah. Um, well, no, you, you can get, they're, they're rolling out non-black card ones. Oh, so my platinum will come with a little Candy Wiley on it? Yeah, you have to, like, sign up for it or whatever, but yeah. Uh, and they look great. They look really, really cool. No, to Mimi in the office. Let's get that done. Mm. Um, <laughs> I know you listen. Um, and uh, yeah, that, that's pretty cool. Yesterday I went back to the main fair for a little bit because really, you actually get time to talk to the dealers. They're a little bit hungover, right. a little bit, you know, a little bit raw, get the real deal and kind of link and build for kind of future things, mm-hmm. you know, talk about clients that might want things in their program and less right. of the hustle and bustle and more of the real kind of people. Uh, people totally. and, and giving out hugs, like making sure people is doing okay. I want to make sure everyone's feeling good, doing some business. Um, uh, yeah, um, it was a good day. And then I was a little bit late to get to Nada. I had to do some stuff here back at the hotel. I had some phone meetings. I uh, finally got there like 4.35. It fucking took me almost an hour to get to the Ice Palace from the beach. Yeah, uh, I'll, no I'll get to Nada. I, I mean, I got to fucking just sit and write. write you yeah, know? I get like, it. If people get don't it. get that, they're like, they're like, why don't you do this thing? It's like, you know, like 3,000 words don't just like materialize. <laughs> you know, like, like you know, just like snap your fingers. Sorry, I shouldn't bitch about that in the pod. Who cares? It's uh, fine. Come on, a little behind the scenes is good. Yeah, yeah. And then I, t- you know, I went to as I said the uh, the the Dark Star Orchestra, and then I popped by our friend Tolga. Did a little earlier in the evening event, uh, sponsored by our friends at Casa Dragones, mm-hmm. uh, th- uh, uh, the best tequila in the world, as far as I was concerned. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh huh. And it was great. There was all the fun folks from Mexico City were there, and yeah. or from Mexico, I should say. Uh, some Guadalajara heads were there. Eduardo Saribri. Yeah, the great artist was around. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited super to, fun. to drink some, some Casa Dragones uh, tomorrow on a boat. Where are you going on a boat, man? A uh, buddy of mine invited me on a boat. Oh, it's just a boat party. Like, no art shit. No, no. It's 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 a Lucas Murner party. <laughs> oh, that's what I like to hear. Yeah. Um, Sorry, I, I shouldn't talk about parties where they uh, happen, apparently, because I uh, fucking ruined them. So, yeah. Nada, yeah, Nada was fine. It was great. I, you know, I honestly, I was like done. There's nothing there for me anymore, but it was great to see the folks doing the thing. I love all like the ancillary things, the printed mm-hmm. matter, bookstore, and all that kind of stuff, and the real sense of community that, that Heather has able to like pull off for like over 10 years now. Is kind of incredible. It's still it's still always a young crop of yep. new dealers, new gallerists. Um, a lot of people I don't know, and so the, the energy was pretty fresh. I was just a little bit out of gas. The young art dealers of America and the world are still thriving. Thanks. I love to the Nana. kids. I love the kids, man. I love the kids. Um, that's all I got. Really, I think that's everything. That's it. That's I mean, it. so much more uh, we, we'll, to be continued. We'll recap some more Miami stuff next week back in New York. All right, I got I got wheels up in like two hours. I got to get out of here, man. Let's boogie. No to Out. Out.